This is No Starving Artist Podcast. You deserve a successful creative life. I'm Anissa Benitez, a marketing expert at top companies and creative journeyer. I'm here to support your creative wellness, financially, mentally, and spiritually. Share with me your questions and I'll share perspective. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is about the fear of greatness. It's a bit different from the fear of failure because with our fear of greatness, it's about if things go well. It's about what if and fear that arises. What if we actually achieve recognition? What if we actually uh, achieve our goals, achieve our dreams, move closer to our desires, actually have that successful creative life, etc. What does that mean? And it is a push out of our comfort zone. And with that push out of our comfort zone, many stories can arise that can start to inhibit us from actually going for it and turn us back into ourselves. And so to avoid turning back into ourselves, to continue to push ourselves out of our comfort zone and to grow, it's important to tune into the fear that might be arising for you and moving you to play small. So with that awareness, we can push past. Our agenda for today's episode is first an intro on how this topic became relevant to me this week on my creative journey. As always, would love to hear your creative journeys instead of mine for sure. Your updates would be super welcome. Anything that you're facing as a challenge, any positive highlights, realizations that you've had in these last few months, um, I ask that you share with us a voice message about one to two minutes, sharing what's going on for you. You can share your message at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash message. That link is included in the show notes. Two, segment two will be our combined culture rec and actual guidance on overcoming the fear of greatness. So I'm really happy to share this one combined. Um, as always, if you've been enjoying this podcast, please leave a review, tell a friend, share it on social. Let's get into it. Today, I knew what I needed to do and was uh, just feeling intimidated by it. And that's been a theme for the last few days getting intimidated even opened my co-star app which is an astrology app to see what it read for today and it read this saturn is disciplinarian it means how you deal with reality how you focus and how you work towards goals your saturn in aquarius means that when you are in a good that when you when things are good you practice and build by asking questions When things are hard, you get too idealistic. I thought about that a lot and I was like, what's too idealistic? What what are they talking about? And I was like, oh, that's actually so accurate. I get very intimidated by my ambition. Um, And I really am good at psyching myself out of fantasies rather than living in the present. So I happened to book this lead role in an independent experimental short 
film shooting next month. It'll be very fun. I'm not very intimidated by the project. I'm really just excited for it. I'll be the lead and it'll be an opportunity to play a character who is a little bit evil, which I welcome as we are all imperfect humans and playing someone who is very blatantly imperfect excites me. And yeah, I like who I'm collaborating with. Even though this is the first indie movie I'll be in, it yeah, it doesn't intimidate me. I'm going to be honest. I could do these and hope to do many of these. I love short film. I love collaborating in a more intimate setting. Then this week, I was scrolling castings for other roles, and my jaw dropped. I saw this role, which I'm not going to speak to directly, but it was... It's a dream role. It's a dream role. Big feature film featuring and playing someone who was famous in history. And I got so excited. So excited. I literally died inside a little bit. Had an outer body experience. And it was a good feeling. It was a very good feeling. Until I psych myself out a little bit more understanding what the audition even requires is uh demanding it requires a lot of method acting and deep immersion to memorize not just like sides not just the script but like basically a five minute monologue and I was just like damn what if this is a fake casting what if what if this all this work maybe it would take me even a week to get this memorization down what if it's is just taking away time from me focusing on other opportunities and then it spiraled into something else and I was like what if this is real what if I book this role what 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 will my travel schedule be like what, what will my life look like for the next year where is this production even shooting from just does that mean that I'd have to move from New York City to Los Angeles I can barely drive. What does this mean? You know, I never see friends for the next two years. This this is a huge production, and it, it means what if I become famous? What if what if I have to be at film premieres, and then these people like me for this role, and not for me as a person? And clearly, this is where the fear part is setting in. I'm like, I just want to be appreciated for who I am. I'm I'm really just happy to be unknown. I just really want to stick to unknown indie movies and work with people that are I I can trust and are close to me and I don't need a big feature thing I can live off the grid or I can just stay in my apartment in New York yeah you know what that's a really great idea enjoy the simple pleasures in life and then I'm very clearly falling into my comfort zone and like yeah where I am is great I don't need to do anymore which is hilarious um, to also just notice the arc in stories that we tell ourselves internally. And I share all this internal madness, the stream of consciousness of myself when it came to this moment and this discovery of this casting because it applies to many other instances. It's actually new, not, mo- not a special case to me that I create fantasies and get intimidated by things that excite me a lot. I have a fear of greatness. I moved from this phase of super excited to intimidated to fearful to validating complacency, aka psyching myself out, 
And if you have ever affirmed staying in your comfort zone, then you can relate to this. But staying in our comfort zone, whether it's fear of failure or fear of greatness, is not moving us to grow. It's not challenging us. We're not pushing ourselves to ask questions, to go further. So what we can do is be conscious of the ways that we are using stories to tell ourselves, to scare ourselves into our comfort zones to stay there. So our next section will be about tips to notice when you're fearful and why you're fearful and why that imagined fear exists, how you're moving yourself away from your greatness and why you might be doing that. And instead, allowing yourself to be great, allowing yourselves the possibility of greatness. As some of you know, I founded More By Her, a platform to dismantle the starving artist stigma. Each week, we share a new story of creative women shaping culture on Wednesdays, Wisdom Drop Wednesdays, for those who identify as women, non-binary, she, her, they, them, thriving artists who are willing to give transparency on their creative journey and how they do it. Follow us at morebyher.com or on Instagram at more underscore by underscore her. So this section is about how us as creative people, as creators, as artists can overcome our fear of greatness and hold awareness around it. Our culture wreck is this section. So I was trying to see how many other people had this had this complex like me where they felt they were really good at idealizing the future to intimidate themselves to stay in their comfort zone and it's quite common of course but this website um, that I came across which is also a podcast it's thecharmedstudio.com and the article that I'll be walking us through and podcast I'll be walking us through is called the Jonah complex how artists can overcome fear of greatness and the author of this article and the host of this podcast is called Thea Fjord Bloom. She is a PhD. And what I love about her content is it's so resonant with no starving artists. Every moment where I'm like, where are the only ones out here? I find like 10 other people working to share their creative journey, working to share guidance for other creatives to live a successful creative life. So, you know, we're never really alone. Our human experience is so shared. And with that, love how she approached things. This next section will be breaking down a little bit of context into this complex, which she identifies as a Jonah complex. I'll share some context on why it's called the Jonah complex. And understanding more deeply why we are so terrified from our dreams actually coming true how to sit down with our dreams and move towards actions regardless of that fear and then actually leaving behind a little bit of that tendency to idealize fantasize and psych ourselves out of going for what we care about so many of us are so scared of 
reaching greatness. Maybe you have a big dream to sell a book, she says. Write a screenplay, sell your art, get out there in a really big way. And it seems like it's kind of, you know, just the greatness. It's just the greatness. It's the dream. It's our soul's dream. And maybe we've been sitting on the sidelines or we've been hiding out and we can spend our whole lives hiding out and playing it safe and avoiding nearing that big intimidating thing because we need to think about it and we need to digest and we're not ready and there's so much that's arising for us and the list can go on. How we're preparing and the time is right and we're figuring it out. As it goes, Jonah got a personal call from God. And God wanted Jonah to preach to the people. And Jonah did not feel worthy of such a act. Didn't feel brave for this calling. And so instead of going for it, he apparently got really um, freaked out and threw his things into a sack and went out to, you know, process, to process and made his own three-night stay in a gelatinous belly of a whale. And as he had that time to process, he realized that he shouldn't have run away from the task that God had chosen him for. And at that realization, the whale couldn't stomach Jonah sitting inside of him anymore, vomited him out into the land. And at this time, um, Jonah went straight back to, um, yeah, do what God wanted him to do and such. And I think that story is really cool. The Jonah complex can be seen as us feeling our, we can, we can just make it this fear and that's so overwhelming. It's impossible for us to start or get moving or get going and we can use it and it comes up for us in so many ways where we just stop ourselves from expressing, from making momentum against big desires, big callings, etc. So why are we so terrified from making our dreams come true? Well, like Jonah, we fear that if we actually pursue, and now I'm going to read a little bit more directly from this article. Again, the article is called, and the actual podcast is called, How Artists Can Overcome the Fear of Greatness from thecharmedstudio.com. So I'm going to take you through what she lists as the five reasons why we are so terrified from making our dreams come true. And if this resonates with you, I'm happy. Well, one, like Jonah, we can fear that if we pursue our greatness and the potential there, that we'll encounter a few hairy, gooey obstacles. And it's true, we will. Two, like Jonah, we can fear that we will stand out from others. By growing too high, we can attract attacks from the crowd, attention, interpret as you wish. And this, by Australians, is referred to as the tall poppy syndrome. Number three, 
we can also unconsciously be terrified that if we rise above our fears and do our thing, we will become arrogant and self-centered. Asses, bitches, whatever, insert whatever. You like to call those people who are very self-absorbed. Narcissistic. It's very common. And the fear of that... um, yeah, definitely intimidates me. I'm like, uh, I know that it, you know, performs well even for me to post selfies and seem more narcissistic than I actually am, but I, I really don't like it. It's my job, but I don't love it. And number four is we may fear that we may lose the love of friends or family or people we care for who aren't self-actualized themselves. And I think that's been standing out to me a lot lately. Um, feeling feeling friends who don't feel worthy fearing me and or being intimidated by me and or feeling not as much loving towards me. And it doesn't mean they don't love me, but I think it can feel that way when people start to distance themselves from you or start to Yeah start to back off a little bit. I'm very sensitive to that and it can feel a little ungrounding to feel that for me. And number five, or perhaps we fear we'll be laughed at or ridiculed for being different. I've had to put myself in the position of not taking myself so seriously because when I do, it's a disaster. When we take ourselves very seriously, we create more Um, likelihood that we are fragile which is funny right like the more you harden your walls the more likely you are to shatter when they are cracked and they will be cracked the more we stay malleable able to laugh at ourselves much healthier place to be in so with these five maybe it's a combination of all of these maybe all of these are the reasons why we are so terrified for going after the things that intimidate us and excite us Do you have a difficulty imagining yourself as someone who deserves success or someone who deserves the dream that you want and what you're working towards? Are you intimidated in thinking about yourself being that person? Almost all of us, with the exception of people who are completely narcissistic, usually have this moment where we ask ourselves, who am I to have this? Who, I haven't earned this. Am I deserving of this? Is there some mistake if I do get this? So know that that's normal. And then sitting with our own complex, uh, own Jonah complex and actually taking action is what's necessary. Our ability to move forward irregardless requires the acknowledgement of that complex of that stuff arising for us of the awareness of those things because if we don't have the awareness then we're never going to be able to story our way back to the reality of oh you just need to take the next step forward so actually leaving that stuff behind us and taking the next step forward does mean a little bit more uh, self-actualization as you become more self-actualized and as the artist, you recognize you're not a god, but you're not a worm either. 
And in other words, you can stay humble and you can still shoot for the stars. Um, she cites Maslow, um, Adam Maslow, and he was a psychologist who believed that we are all longing to soar and touch the stars, especially artists and creatives. We are all rising to be high. Um, and at the top of the period pyramid of Maslow's hierarchy of needs, the bottom, we have like food, water, shelter. That's what you need for survival. One stage above that, it's like, I should actually pull this up. Once we can get past the bottom layer of our psychological needs, then we can actually move to safety needs. We want feelings of security. We want feelings of safety. And then we can move up the pyramid. Above that is to feel belongingness and love. We want intimate relationships. We want friends. We have these psychological needs that we want met. Above that part of the pyramid is esteem needs. We actually have a psychological need for prestige, a feeling of accomplishment. We want that feeling. It's not necessarily accomplishing things, but it's the sentiment, the internal feeling that we have. And then we reach at the top of Maslow's pyramid of hierarchy, self-actualization. And self-actualization is achieving one's full potential, including creative activities. It's the feeling of self-fulfillment. It's a feeling more than it's really a reality of things. It's you internally validating that feeling for yourself. And we all deserve to feel self-actualized. We all deserve to be self-actualized, to have our basic needs and securities met, to continue to have our desires for relationship and connection met, to continue to move up to that pyramid and actually reach the top. We want to shine, not just for the good of our own, but for the good of others. Because if we liberate ourselves, if we free ourselves, if we actually achieve our dreams, and we heal, and we support, and we inspire others who need to see it the most. We inspire others to be big, to be great. So it stood out to me in actually finding this podcast and resource in Culture Rec this week was the freaking coincidence that my original Culture Rec for our podcast was going to be from Marion Williamson and was going to be this exact quote, which she also includes in our podcast. And this quote, as I mentioned, is from Marion Williamson, but in her book called Return to Love, which has also been a kind of theme of this week is moving towards love-based decisions rather than making fear-based or practical decisions. Practical decisions are code for fear-based decisions most often. And when we can move more towards love-based decisions, um, it's a powerful thing. And the Marion Williamson quote goes like this, Our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we are powerful beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness, that frightens us. That frightens us. We ask ourselves, who am I to be brilliant, gorgeous, talented, fabulous? Actually, who are you not to be? You are a child of God. 
You playing small does not serve the world. There is nothing enlightened about shrinking so that other people won't feel insecure around you. We are all meant to shine as children do. We were born to make manifest the glory of God with that glory of God that is within us. It's not just in some of us, it's in everyone. And as we let our own light shine, we unconsciously give other people permission to do the same. As we are liberated from our own fear, our presence automatically liberates others. So with that, with that fear of disapproval, with that fear of rejection, of that fear of standing out, know that in your liberation, in your greatness, in your moving towards that achieved goal, dream, insert, whatever that excites you and intimidates you, you're achieving it only means that it proves for others, it shows an example for others that they are deserving of the same thing because we're all connected. We're more alike than we are different. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode. I hope that it's been valuable for you. And as always, would love to hear your stories, your creative updates. It's great to hear others' journeys. Uh, you can reach and share that voicemail at anchor.fm backslash no starving artist backslash message. Link is included in the show notes. And you can find me at Anise Benitez. Follow the wisdom of many thriving creative women and non-binary people at morebyher.com. You are no starving artist. I'm so grateful to be learning and conquering intimidating fears and growing with you. I appreciate you.